Praise the Lord. Amen. Thank you to the Lord again for bringing us together again. It is just a joy, amen, to be able to just communicate with you in the name of the Lord. I was thinking earlier this morning, God had given us a theme for this year, and that theme, amen, that we have was look again. And uh, of course, sometimes God takes his time to really give us the revelation of it. And then as I was thinking, I said, Lord, uh, this virus don't seem like nothing bright, but then I heard an echo in my spirit that says, look again. And of course, we are looking again because, amen, we want to see the revelation of Jesus Christ. We have been doing, amen, some tremendous things, and we want to thank for the, we're so thankful to the Lord for our speakers who have come and who have done such a tremendous job in the word of God. God is just so merciful and so kind, and we're glad for everything that he does. Amen. We are thankful to the Lord for Sister Daniel and Cabin thanking. Amen. And we've had some time in the cabin, but we thank God how she exegized the word of God so beautifully. And amen, it has changed lives. And we thank God also for Brother Randall Goodine and 10, 10, 10. And I hope that we have been practicing these rules, 10, 10, 10. 10 minutes of prayer, 10 minutes of worship, amen, and 10 minutes Amen, a Bible reading. And if we've been doing that, we'll know that your life have already changed. It's always good to take that time. And Dr. Denise Wilson, amen, and she's preaching that word of God to us, built to last, built to last, amen. And that's what we are doing now. We are building to last. We're not building on sinking sand. We are building on Christ Jesus, our Lord. And we thank God for Sister Jessica Brooks, amen, being the light, amen, being the light. And that passage, amen, of scripture that says, and whatsoever he tell you to do, do it, amen. And I tell you, that took a lot of guts for Jesus to tell those men to take uh, wash water and set it before the king because they could have been beheaded. But Mary, mother, Mary, the mother of Jesus, and said, whatever he tell you to do, do it. Amen. And they did it, and they walked away with a miracle. Amen. Let us take the time to really love one another during this season, not only just for uh, our sake, for their sake. Don't be so easy to give up on your friends, on your family. Amen. God has been given up on us and we don't need to give up on one another. But let us hold fast in there for God got some great things in store for us. So now I'm going to open with a word of prayer. Father, it's in the glorious name of Jesus. We thank you now as we enter to this word. Let this word permeate our hearts. Let sinners be, amen, convicted. Let backsliders be converted back to you. Bless us now, and we'll give your name all praise, honor, and glory, for we ask it in the matchless name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. This morning, we want to address you from a subject 
voice of the blood, the blood have a voice. In the book of Genesis chapter number four, verse number eight, amen through uh, 10. And Cain talked with Abel, his brother, and it came to pass when they were in the field that Cain rose up against Abel, his brother, and slew him. And God said to Cain, where is Abel thy brother? And he said, I know not. Am I my brother's keeper? And he said, what have thou done? The voice of thy brother's blood crieth unto me from the ground. Amen. Cried to me from the ground. This is the second name that God questioned of which he already had the answer. Amen. And we know the genealogy in the book of Luke, chapter number three, verse 38. Amen. Which uh, it says, which was the son of Enoch, which was the son of Seth, which was the son of Adam, which was the son of God. According to that pas passage of scripture, then God is dealing with his grandsons here in this passage. Uh, don't judge me too much. Just, just a thought. Amen. Uh, and of Adam, he asked, amen, in Genesis chapter 3, verse 9 through 11, and the Lord God called to Adam and said unto him, where art thou? And he said, I heard thy voice in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, and I hid myself. And he said, who told you you were naked? Hath thou eaten of the tree of which I command thee that thou should not eat? Amen. Excuses and blame seem to come naturally to mankind. In each case, innocent blood was shed. I want to say it to you that although Cain had slew Abel, God did not give up on him. He sent him away from his presence, but he also said, don't touch Cain. He sent him away. And then Adam and Eve had another grandson, Enoch. And then men begin to call on the name of the Lord. But today we want to talk about the blood, the red liquid that circulate in the arteries and veins of humans and other vertebrae, animals. Crying, carrying oxygen and carbon dioxide for the tissues of the body. In the Leviticus chapter number 17, verse 11 and 12, it said, For the life of the flesh is in the blood, and I have given it to you upon the altar to make atonement for sin. For it is the blood that maketh atonement for the soul. Therefore, I say unto the children of Israel, no soul of you shall eat blood, neither shall any stranger that sojourneth among you uh, eat blood. Because, you see, the blood carries the atonement is in the blood. When we talk about the atonement, we're talking about the cleansing, the appeasing God. Amen. See, when Jesus, Jesus appeased God, he satisfied that which God was demanding of man. 
I think about this and wonder what the word God. See, nothing is a surprise to God. When Adam sinned and Eve sinned, that was not a surprise to God. But God thought it was worth it to create man. And then he had made that provision from the foundation of the world. Matter of fact, one scripture said he was uh, slain, amen, before the foundation of the world. That means nothing comes on God by surprise. And we find that uh, Vines puts it this way. Uh, he said that the order was reversed from the what was created in the King James. King James said flesh and blood. The original was blood and flesh. This passage signified man. Uh, the human being have certain limitation that he have. But he said the life of the flesh is in the blood. That blood that circulate, that blood, amen, that give us life. It's just amazing all the things that can be learned about a person through their blood. We sometimes hear the expression, it's in my blood. That means that there is a force inside of me that is overpowering my mind and my desire. We call that nature unnatural. The most telling thing about you is your blood. It expresses the condition of the body. That's why when we go for an exam, one of the first things that they do is take our pressure and get a blood sample. The blood tells who your daddy is. 20 years ago, when I was diagnosed with cancer, it wasn't through my physical appearance all through my lack of activity, but it was through the blood. The answer of my condition was in my blood. We see in the book of Exodus that God chose blood to deliver Israel from the slavery of Egypt. In the book of Exodus chapter 12, verse number 13, King James text saying, the blood shall be to you for token upon the house where you are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you and the plague shall not be upon you to destroy you when I smite the land of Egypt. In other words, that blood on the doorpost was saying, amen, don't come in here. I thank God for the blood because the blood have a voice. Amen. And what a lesson for us, how callous man have been towards his brother down through the human history. How often we have ignored our brothers and sisters, our fallen human being, when they have been in despair and in need. The condition of and welfare, the circumstances Amen. Surrounding our brothers and our sisters is just terrible. Just think of the hurting people in the world, all of the orphans, the widows, the widowers, amen, the prisoners, the brokenhearted, uh, divorced, empty, lonely, backsliders, disease, 
uh, hungry, poor, thirsty, dying, and suffering. The great tragedy is this. We deny that we know where they are. We deny responsibility, but the blood is still speaking. Just as Cain lied, we lie. Our communication and uh, our communities, uh, amen, is not at the place where it is suiting what we need, but amen. But what we need to do now is to consider, amen, our brothers and our sisters, our communities and our neighborhood. Our whole world is full of hurting people and we know it. God's voice is still thundering forth. Where is your brother? Amen. You are responsible. You are your brother's keeper. Oh, bless the name of the Lord. Uh, we note the fact in scripture that Abel was a prophet and that his voice is still heard today. The point is this. His blood still cries out for justice against all a man who do evil against their brothers on earth. Abel's blood still cries out against all of the injustice against people. Amen. For all injustice to be corrected and amen, uh, that it be taken care of. His blood cry out for godly vengeance. The blood of thy brother, the Bible says, cries out to me against the ground, out of the ground. All men are brothers. Let any of them perish if we have not done our best for their conversion, their blood have a fulfillment and it tells us that the blood will cry out when it reaches heaven. I want to say to you, let's not just talk about Cain, how Cain just slew his brother, but how many of us are letting our family members go to hell because we are ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. God has saved us and has given us the right to the eternal life and therefore as children of God we ought to be willing and able to cry out and let them know that the wages of sin is death but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord yeah. on a few days ago a man we had one of our brothers that was slain a man uh, George Floyd uh, at the hand of law enforcement. Amen. And uh, the last words that he spoke was, I can't breathe. These words was heard locally, but before long, these words was heard around the world. I can't breathe. The word, amen. His blood had a voice and that voice was crying out. Amen. That voice is crying out. May I say here, don't give up on your brothers and sisters. Give them a chance to be saved. Open your mouth and tell them about the goodness of Jesus. See, it's your job to be the witness. It's God's job to save them. I challenge you today, 
amen, open up your heart, amen, and give your brothers and your sisters a chance to be saved. But we are so busy, amen, because we think that we need a whole lot more than what we have. But they, you got to remember, the first sin came about because Satan told people, told Adam and Eve, they didn't have enough. I want you to do me a favor right now. Amen. I want you to say right now with me, I have enough. And what I want you to do, amen, whenever you get a chance, text 10 of your friends and tell them, I have enough. God created Adam and Eve. They was perfect, had everything they need because the Bible said he created them in his image. I can't do that myself. You, you know, you, your wife get pregnant. You have to wait till the baby come to see what it looked like. But God formed him and he was perfect. What happened there was Satan convinced Eve she didn't have enough. But I want you to say it again. Say right now, I have enough. I might not have enough wisdom on how to use it, but I have enough. Let's not shed innocent blood because we are so wrapped up in this world that we don't have time for our brothers and our sisters. Amen. I want to say to you now that when Cain and Abel approached giving sacrifice to God, Cain came with the altars decked down with flowers and with fruit. And there was his brother coming, perhaps bloody, because he had killed the sacrifice. He had uh, somewhat cut it up and laid it on the altar. And there was Cain in his outfit looking good. Abel bloody but he was giving God what he wanted. And what he was saying there was, I want you to give me a sacrifice that's going to point to the atoning blood of my son, Jesus Christ, who will come, amen, and save man from their sin. So what we want to do here now, don't try to look good, but give God exactly what it is that he wants. Abel's was ready to give God what he wanted. And I want to say here, I believe, I don't believe that God was the one that created this uh, COVID-19, but I do believe that he allowed it because like Cain, we are trying to offer God that which we believe is better. He is calling for holiness and we are bringing him religion. He is calling for all of our hearts and we are bringing to him what we think is enough. He is calling us to love our neighbor and we are picking and choosing whom we would love. He is calling for worship and we are bringing our money, but not our hearts. He is calling for us to believe him when we can't see him or trace him, but we are only, we are only believing it, amen, if we can see it. You see every lamb that was slain from the foundation of the earth 
was a promissory note. Not a man note that Jesus would take it, a man, and make it good. Amen. The book, it says in the book of Revelation chapter 13, it says, all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him whose names are not written in the book of life of the lamb slain from the foundation of the world. Amen. He's slain from the foundation of the world. So every lamb that was slain, every turtle dove that was slain was a promissory note. It was still pointing to Jesus Christ that Jesus would make the difference. Amen. They pick it up in a song and said, I heard the Savior say, Thy strength indeed is small. Child of weakness, watch and pray. Find in me thy all in all. Cause Jesus paid it all. All to him I owe. Sin had left a crimson stain, but he washed it white as snow. The next verse said, Lord, now indeed I find the power and thine alone can change the leopard spots and melt the heart of stone cause Jesus paid it all all to him I owe sin had left a crimson stain but he washed it white as snow one last verse I want to give you here amen it was white amen as snow white as snow is white is washed away, amen, is white as snow. And when before the throne I stand, in him complete, Jesus paid my soul. Jesus died for my soul to save, amen, me from sin. It was, amen, Charles Spurgeon that says, Amen. Morality will keep you out of jail, but it's going to take the blood of Jesus to keep you out of hell. Hallelujah. What a great and a mighty God we sing. You know, we used to sing them old song long time ago. Amen. I know it was the blood. I know it was the blood. Amen. When nothing else could help. Amen. Jesus' blood, it was that saved me. Amen. Therefore, I say, amen, we don't need to stain on the outside. May I say to you, I don't care what you have done. I don't care how bad you think it is. Don't stain on the outside. Jesus thought you was worth it. Amen. To die on a cruel cross that you could be saved from your sin. Don't stain on the outside. Come on in the house. Though your sin be as scarlet, I'll make them as white as snow. Amen. He's able to supply all of your need. I came to Jesus. That's the way me, I'm talking about myself. Worry, wound, and shame. But I found in him a resting place and he have made me glad. When he thought of when Isaiah looked and saw him and thought about this report, he cried out, said, who have believed our report and to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? 
Oh, let me calm down here some. <laughs> For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant and as a root out of dry ground. He has no form or comeliness. And when we shall see him, there is no beauty that we shall desire of him. He is despised and rejected, a man of sorrow and acquainted with grief. And we hid as if it was our face from him. Amen. Amen. He was despised and we esteemed him not. Verse 4 says, surely, surely he has borne our grief and carried our sorrow. Yet we did esteem him smitten, smitten of God and afflicted. Verse 5 said, but he was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquity the chastisement of our peace was upon him and with his stripes we are healed I get happy when I think about what he had done for me. Amen. A wretched sinner. But he came down after dying on the cross. It wasn't because I volunteered and came to him. But he sent a deacon. He sent a preacher. He sent somebody and begged for my soul. And I responded. And now I'm saved. I'm filled with the Holy Ghost. I want to say to you, I don't care what's going on in your life Christ love you come to Jesus Christ now he wants to bless you he has done so much his blood's voice is still crying out to you now what he's saying come to me I will give you rest but friend if we fail to ob obey the voice of the blood, it will sentence us to hell and we will be lost forever. Nothing is worth going to hell over. Nothing is worth that. So what we want to do now is give our life to Jesus Christ that he can save us. I don't care what you've done. You haven't done so much that he can't forgive you. Don't mind. And when, when you go to tell people about Jesus, don't be trying to act like you've been perfect all your life. We all came from the same place. Amen. We came from sin, came from Satan, who had influenced our lives and fill us with lies, saying that we don't have enough. And after reaching out, trying to satisfy the hunger that we have within us, that hunger was for God, but what we've been trying to do is satisfy with drugs, liquor, women, men, some of everything else. But the hunger on the inside of you is for the Lordship of Jesus Christ. He loves you. I don't care what your sin is. He will wash you. He will save you. He'll fill you with the Holy Spirit. When you look at the cross, the cross is saying, you was worth it. <laughs> you 
were worth it. And I want to encourage you now, come to Jesus. Repent of your sin. Be emerged in water in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And let God fill you with the Holy Ghost. If you want to be saved, even during this COVID-19, you can be saved. We are still baptizing. Matter of fact, we got a baptism today. You can be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And once you are baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, that blood is applied to your life. And when that blood is applied to your life, because Romans said we are buried with him by baptism, that like as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we should walk in newness of life. So when we come back up, that blood has been applied. Why? Because we obeyed God. Not because of no work we've done, but because we obeyed God, that blood was applied. And now we are saved. I thank God for salvation. Thank God that he saw fit. Didn't give up on me. I want to say to you, don't give up on your family. Amen. God didn't give up on Cain. Amen. He matter of fact, he put a mock on Cain. So anybody that messed with Cain, amen, then you're going to get it shown up. So don't give up on your family members. Remember, you was, you was one of those people too. Somebody didn't give up on you. Therefore, what I need you to do is give somebody else a chance to be saved and be delivered. Amen. God bless you. Have a smile upon you is our prayer in Jesus' name.